0: Me answer my fucking question in that two that two paragraphs you just typed me. I'm just saying.
1: As you can see on this Sunday morning, Ishine is already bitching and moaning about something that I did months ago because he can't read the text messages. But it's all good. It is right. all good. We are can here. Can we just start? We started already. You told us you could start three minutes ago, and I, I tried to help you out. And it was just you were taking too long. But we here now. The four of us are here. It's a real one's birthday. Let's start with that. Happy birthday, Brandon. Brandon thank is back you, with us. You. And if you are on YouTube, if you are watching, you can see <laughs> the solo WWE Championship belt sitting on that man's wall. We talked to him about the Rumble appearance. So, hey, man, you sounded great. You look great. But that background was a little, a little soft. He's like, I got you. Next time I come on, I promise I'm going to have something, and I'll be damned if he does not have we that working WWE on Championship. the production
2: budget. The
1: production budget is He finished his story. Growing. Before Cody Rhodes did. That is the shoe. Thank you. Eshan, thank you. Rhodesia, it is Brandon's birthday. He decided to bring his birthday in with us, the the TFW fan pie. How does that make y'all feel? Privileged and honor.
2: This is my make a wish. Thank you for being my John Cena for my birthday.
1: It's too funny. And Jen Pepperman is who you're looking for, Eshan. Got it. Jen Pepperman. Let's get this thing started, man. Y'all know how we get down TFW Podcast. I don't have the episode in front of me right now, because the episode right now does not matter the number. We'll get you the number in a minute. What does matter is we got a lot to talk about, so let's kind of get right to it. I'm open. Wherever y'all want to start, and actually seeing it is Brandon's birthday, Brandon, we give you the distinct honor of telling us where do you want to start. We can start anywhere. You want to start with Chamber. We can start with uh, what we think is going to be happening now that we see Chamber. We can start with AEW. The floor is yours, sir. Where would you like to go?
2: Let's start with Chamber. That's what's fresh in my mind. That's what that's what went down yesterday. No matter what time you watched it, whether it was 5 a.m. or 5 p.m., that's sort of the hot story. So let's start there. All
1: right, so are we starting with uh, the girls are kicking the guys' asses in these multi-people matches? Are we starting there? Let's, because we can go all the way back to War Games let's, and Survivor Series. Yeah. we can talk about the Rumble. And then we can talk about what we saw at Chamber. Are we starting there? Are we starting with is – that, is that where y'all want to go?
2: Yeah, let's start there. The ladies have been killing it for a calendar Man. year, it seems like, in these
1: PLEs. Yep, and I, I talked about it on the Rumble show, like, hey, I'm going to be okay with a couple of missed spots or some clunkiness because they're going to try some things that it seems like only they're willing to try. Didn't get a chance to see who the producer was on that match. I am sure it probably was TJ uh, Natty's husband who kills it every single time. I'm not sure, but they did it again. And I was sitting there watching, and I'm like, okay, I gotta keep in mind, this is the opening match, outside of the women's tag title match that was on the pre-show. So the crowd is hotter, we're fresher by watching it, you know, opposed to having three hours in and then watching the men's chamber. And the men, they did a good job too. That match was really good. But to me, for what I was looking for, it didn't hold a candle to the women. I thought the women looked great. I thought of course, Tiffany Stratton is her. Like, Man. And we knew that from watching NXT. I was telling Rhodesia like, she, she started hot, and then about two minutes in, I was like, there's somebody right now who is blown away by Tiffany Stratton. That person who doesn't really watch NXT, they've seen her, right? They, they know who she is if they see her on TV, but they've never seen her work. Maybe they watched that SmackDown match. Maybe they didn't. But I'm sure she made a ton of fans. Uh, So let's kind of start with Tiffany Stratton. I I talked about on the last pod, Jade Cargill. Don't put Jade in that match because she's going to lose that match. And then you would have her her lose a rumble. You would have her lose a chamber. And then she would have to get pinned or submitted. Um, But I didn't feel the same way about Tiffany Stratton. Tell me your guys' thoughts on, I guess you could say her, you know, PLE debut on WWE, what you guys thought. And then how did you feel about her not winning it? when it
3: was her debut. You got to think about the company she's with. She's just not going to win it. And that's not the story. This is to set the stage for Mania. Tiffy is it. She's her. She's swan off the top of the chamber. Think about that. This is her first PLE to the main card. And she's able to have the confidence to be able to do that. And hit it quite well. Like, if she had nerves, you couldn't tell because she channeled all those nerves and just performed. Um, overall, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I wanted her to come up sooner but here she is now when you look at her her music is still a little bit off to me um i give it a few more times probably her entrance song maybe i'll start gravitating to a little bit more but when she comes out you actually the music doesn't even matter at this point Once she comes out you're like your your eyes are on her a beautiful blonde bombshell
2: yeah i thought she looked incredible um she got a huge pop i mean i don't know if you guys recall when she got eliminated The crowd was going nuts. Like, they were pissed. Uh, um, They weren't happy. They weren't She had a big following. Um, And I feel like she's going to get a huge push, um, like, really early on in her main roster debut. Because, I mean, she came out and looked good. I think it was the SmackDown episode this past week or the previous week. She got a win. Um, They made her look great. Yeah, it was uh,
1: last Friday. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. They made her look great in the PLE. Um, she had some big spots. I thought she looked great. She, one of my first notes was she has that it factor. When she comes out, she's a star. And what I, what I, and I didn't watch her whole lot of NXT, but what I liked about her entrance was like those cameras flashing. I think they should still do that mm-hmm. for her on the main roster. But I thought she. Killed I agree. It. And I think, and we'll probably talk about this a little bit later as we talk about the road to WrestleMania, but. She might have a few brewing with, with Naomi based on some of their interaction. But I thought she was great. Nothing for you. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was a really good match. Um, I was kind of – I don't know if I was surprised with the Tiffy-Strat, like, cheers and boos, Right? Because, like, they were cheering everything she did. And they was booing everything that people were doing against her, as Brandon said. Um, I didn't really expect that. Like, not this quickly because she hasn't been on the main roster that long for the fans to take to her like that, like a whole country. But that was really cool to see. Like, Teffy definitely does have a, a bright future. We've been saying that for a long time. If you've been watching NXT, we know she has all the, the tools to be a top star. Um, she reminds me of a lot of, uh, uh, of a Charlotte, in a lot of ways. Just a smaller version of her. But there's a slight difference to her that I think to make her really unique. So, look forward to see what she does. The matches overall was really, really good. Um, no surprises on the finish, right?
3: No. No, no. no, I don't I don't I think, think there was so. one surprise at all on the whole show.
1: Which is okay. E, You right. brought up last time, like, it's okay to for us to be able to know what's going to happen and be predictable if it's the right call. And to me, that was what Elimination Chamber was. I think if we probably went back, we were 100% on who we thought was winning, mm-hmm. and that's probably the first time that's happened because that's the only thing that would have made sense, right? Like, even um, I had told Radiza during the opener, I'm like – uh, Liv is going to eliminate Bianca. He's, he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, cause she needs a she needs a big spot. She needs a big pitfall. Mm-hmm. She's not going to win, but she needs a big pitfall. And she rolled up Bianca. Um, I do think there was some some talk online, and I'm gonna start taking online with a grain of salt. So <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch until late. Of course, ripping and running, being back in Michigan. So we didn't start till like 5.30. So we we didn't finish till like 8. The first more than a handful of tweets. So I'm done with the show. We're done with the show. I'm like, okay, that was a fun show. Like, that was a really good show. I hit Twitter, and all I saw was complaining, bitching and moaning. Uh, the show was four and a half hour runtime with an hour and fifty minutes of wrestling. And there was only 56 of 56 minutes of wrestling time from some match to another match. And uh, why is this person getting eliminated? What, is, what are they going to do? It was just so much negativity. I was like, you know what? All right. Okay. I kind of see like what this is. You just aren't going to be happy. I'm not saying, no, this wasn't a blowaway show. Wasn't it going to be a show of the year? But I would assume the majority of people that watch this show by time credits rolled and Rhea's throwing that belt up. You're like, that was fun. And then Matt's- you move on. That, that is what this show is.
3: They, all, these, all these people are United States crybabies. We got the Cody crybabies, we got United <laughs> States crybabies. For how many shows, PLEs, pay per views, all around the world, all around the, the calendar, we get our United States 6, 7, 8 o'clock start time? Finally, it's somewhere, somewhere else where now we have to be inconvenienced as USA people. And they complaining Because again, like I said, we had the, the privilege or the luxury of watching it at a regular time that we're used to watching wrestling or during mm-hmm. the day while we're awake. That was a great show. The, the the No Way Out, Elimination Chamber, usually it's a complete throwaway show. I was so entertained in all the matches. You're telling me mm-hmm. that because you had to stay up or you had to wake up early, then guess what? Then you, were, you weren't that much of a diehard fan. If you were, just be like us and watch it five hours later. Bingo. No one told you to stay up in, in, in Europe. They are always watching it at 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, our shows.
1: Mm-hmm. And shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all, because I couldn't. It, it helps that now they're on Saturdays, but could you imagine? Yeah.
0: Nah, man. Hey, hey, Matt Rodriguez, I got to be honest with y'all, man. Look, if y'all up at whatever time y'all was up watching that show, complaining, y'all are a bunch of nerds you need to shut the hell up. I'm not getting my ass up at no 12, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning to watch shit. Like, I kept my ass to sleep, goddammit. I got other shit to do besides get up at the the butt cracker door. And at this point, if you're going to commit to do that, then you should love the damn show. You should be prepared to love it because Mm -hmm. there was no way impossible that you didn't see any of these finishes happening. They wrote the story, and you saw a finish. You should have loved it because... That's what, you were go, that's what you woke up for, to see those finishes. Right. They didn't tell you it was, it was going to be a swerve <laughs> or none of that. They told you what was going to happen, start to finish. So if you got up that early and you complaining, you a nerd, shut the hell up. Go kick some rocks and go touch some grass. Relax. I did think it, it was funny.
1: Uh, I guess there was some talk about some surprises on the show. So mm. Rock released a video, which I thought was very smart. So Roman did his video last week where he basically said, I'm not going to be there. Then they had Rock film one. I'm guessing behind, you know, backstage at SmackDown, they released it a few days ago where he's basically saying he's not going to be there, but if Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes is talking crap about him, let him know so he can you know, slap the piss out of his mouth, all this kind of – but so they made it known, that hey, neither one are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Word comes out on Friday that there could be – or there, there's going to be some surprises at uh, Chamber, but not The Rock. Mm-hmm. See, and this is why you got to, like, just watch it for what it is. Uh, yeah. And I wasn't online at all until the end of the show. So I get online and then I I see somebody had screen grabbed a tweet from Dave Meltzer where somebody sent Dave Meltzer a tweet and said, hey, I thought you said there's going to be some surprises on Elimination Chamber. And he quote tweeted and said, I said there could be a surprise. And then he put could in parentheses. (laughs) It's like Dave Meltzer used to be one of the best in the industry. If y'all, y'all the ones that's keeping that man... Where he's at. Don't complain when he's wrong, because he, he he's probably batting, like, one out of nine right now. He's, he's great with his uh, historical stuff. He's great with numbers and analytics. But if you're trying to ask him for, like, backstage gossip and stuff, you're going to the wrong person.
0: Hey, you know what? Right. They probably got that one old man that he's known for, like, 50 years. They don't really work <laughs> in a company anymore. Like, right? And they just hear things. And they just tell this old dude whatever. <laughs> right. And then that old dude go tell Dave and then Dave put it on put it on print. That's what's happening. Like right? Like he just getting bad information, y'all. and Any old man. I mean y'all you, Matt, Brandon Rhodes, did you guys see that uh that that old Triple H and rock promo video that yes. Dave mixed up and thought it would happen like From yesterday? Ten years ago. That poor yeah. man. Oh my
3: god. I, I just say he's doing his best Clarissa Thomas impersonation.
1: Oh, see, now now, why you got to do that?
3: Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Bronson Reed, he put out a tweet, which was great. So, you know, he's uh, Australian. Andy Hardware, they got her on the show. Of course, Rhea. Mm -hmm. So when he lost his chamber qualifying match, people were like, whoa, okay, like, Bronson Reed is not going to be on the show? Fast forward. uh, He was actually supposed to be on the show and taking on Seth Rollins before Seth got on. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, But everything happens. As it does, and for the best, because his wife was pregnant. And if that match would have happened, he would have missed the birth of uh, their child. Because she Mm -hmm. had the baby early. So, happens like it's supposed to happen. So, shout out to Bronson Reed and his wife and their family. Congrats on that. I thought that was really cool, though. But, yeah, so the the Aussies were supposed to have a a good spot. You had Grayson Waller. Like I said, you had Indy. Kind of probably where she should be on the kickoff show. And then you had Rhea and Bronson Reed who were going to be in high-profile matches. Um, and I and I actually, if you think about probably what the car was, so you would have had Seth and Bronson Reed. We all know Seth would have won. Match would have been fine, but we all know Seth would have won. Um, Punk would have been in the chamber. We all know Punk would have won the chamber. Okay. The show was still going to be predictable.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Even, even with the injuries. So, whatever. But, yeah, y'all got to be better in terms of always being negative and stuff. One thing I guess I'll be negative about, I'll ask you guys. So are we just never going to get an L.A. Knight title run at this point?
2: Nope. Not of AJ Styles can help it.
1: I really <laughs> thought we were going to get L.A. Knight and Logan Paul at Mania. And I thought he was going to run with the U.S. title. So I didn't expect him to win the chamber. But when I saw AJ come through, which it was, it was a good piece of business, uh, cameraman, relax, Triple H, make sure they understand this is not the Kevin Dunn era anymore. Those chair shots and the camera going all crazy, I thought we were done with yeah. that. So we got we <laughs> got to leave that in the past. Please <laughs> make sure
3: – He's matching the tone of AJ Styles. I thought he was about to pull his groin like a few times when he was slipping and moving, almost stepping on the chair. <laughs> I was like, AJ, stop. We need you for Mania. Stop. Calm down. It <laughs> could be some rage. And keep him me. <laughs> Ooh. Just saying. They, they test for that, though. They do.
1: They do. <laughs> what were you guys' thoughts about the men's chamber match and anything that stuck out to y'all from that, from that
2: uh match
3: real quick for me i just missed kind of the first part and a little bit of the middle half but from what it sounds like because um, i heard the first part but when i actually watched it it sounded like it picked up toward the end and i thought it was good i love the the surprises you called out when that chamber was still open um what's about to, someone's about to come in so i love the fact that you have such a great wrestler of mine. sometimes i'm just like uh because then i'm not i can't be my truest mark version of myself but it was cool and, and even with that just like how we knew all the matches outcomes today. Even with that, it was still a great show. It was it was a good men's, but the women killed
2: it. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a lot of dead space in that match, like with everybody down, um, several times in that match. Uh I mean you got your regular spots are running through the chamber. Um, who is that? Uh Bobby Spear. Ball,
1: KO. yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, Bobby <laughs> yeah. Speardom. Yeah,
2: so I mean you got that. It was good. Um I think we all knew Drew was going to win. Um mm-hmm. which I got a hot take on on that a little later probably, but uh it was oh. good. Don't don't hold good. the hot
1: takes. Don't mm-hmm. do not hold I, the hot
2: takes. Here we if go. It's a hot
1: take. I want to hear it.
2: Mm-hmm. Here we go. Drew obviously goes to Mania. I think he beat Seth. And because we don't know what his future is with the company, uh. DP is cashing in. I don't like it. Mm. I love it. I don't like it. I love it. But I think love that's it.
3: what's love happening. Love it, love it, love
1: it. Oof. Unless you turn Drew, band. don't do that, Riddhi. I'm getting Ride excited. <laughs> Unless you turn Drew face. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would. Oh, I would not be
2: a fan of that finish. I would love oh, it. Oh my goodness. I'm not Give either. That to but me. I think that's what. Because I, 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 for the mm. life of me, I still don't know who he cashes in on or when, if it's not Drew in that moment. Drew gets his moment, and then, boom, (laughs) DP comes in and fucks it all up. So
1: stick with that, and I'll I'll ask you, E, if, if say, that's the finish they have planned, what could WWE do in the next 41 days to get you as a fan at a point where they don't completely show their hand that Damien's going to cash in, but you can say, all right, they've done enough for Priest that if he does cash in, I'm good with it. What would have to happen?
0: I'm ready for that one, to be honest with you, man. Um, (laughs) He just... He, I just don't see him as a champion, and that's why he's, I not, he's just not world same. champion material. I mean, I, you've I don't been know, saying it for a while. I don't know what they could do in the next. That's a sh- very short time period. You know, like I, I think he's a credible wrestler, right? I, I think he's somebody who can, you know, challenge for the championship. I just don't see him being able to hold it. Yeah, uh, I don't think it'd be like a uh, EO. I don't think it'd be like that. But I, I don't know. I, I can't see him. Uh, a destination that he'll be in my eyes credible as a champion
1: oh you know what you could do oh see now we got the alright Brandon you started now (laughs) now we got it going what you could do which would be fun actually it would be incredibly fun have Priest cash in but have Priest cash in like Seth cashed in on Brock and Roman during the match and then make it toward the end and make it a triple threat match but this time it doesn't work and Drew pins Priest, and now that could turn into a Seth-Priest feud afterwards. Mm. You could do that, and that would work. That gets the briefcase off of him. He still gets to be in the WrestleMania main event. Well, it won't be a main event, because I still think they're doing a tag match. We'll talk about that here. But he'll be in a high, high high-profile spot with that, and then Seth doesn't have to get pinned. To lose the title, so he can say that part and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So he if Drew
3: that. is if Drew's gonna still resign or under contract with WWE, I love that as an outcome. But if he's out, he's gonna win that son of There's a no bitch.
1: He's... And no way. And comes Punk out. Said, when I'm back, I'm gonna win ahead. He ain't gonna back make the AEW. Punk So he's he says he Punk knew resigned. he already
3: resigned, huh? He has to.
1: But I'm, I'm, I'm so going to though, be man, nice. because I
0: I feel like um the the destination for him is some kind of way he doesn't. He doesn't cash in. Like I don't like whatever that's gonna be, I don't see I don't see him actually cash in successfully. I think it's gonna be an unsuccessful cash in at some point that's gonna cause further friction with uh, um Judgment Day. I was about to say the the bloodline for some reason, but the judgment day. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. I think how, that's good. How, so how then often, let's let's talk about
2: go ahead. How often have unsuccessful cash ins taken place? Not many.
1: Really yeah. mm-hmm. sporadic. I mean I think when the last time they gave with the stats, it was like over eighty percent of people who cash in, just you know, are, yeah. are successful. Gotcha. So,
0: yeah, Cena the last didn't... one, the last one was a uh, Austin Theory and Matt hated it. He hated it.
1: What? So okay, perfect segue. Mm-hmm. Are they turning? Are we Grayson. are we going to see a turn? Yeah, of Grayson. I'm say no. Andor Theory.
3: I, I no. I, I just think Grayson was at home. He, Grayson was just at home. I, I, but he,
1: I'm not
0: but he didn't help no, his they been, They've been teasing for a while though. Been, he didn't yeah, yeah, they Yep, they've been, t- when, they've been teasing uh, friction Grayson for a while.
2: Grayson put Austin in that match or vice versa a couple of weeks yeah. back on on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I don't think so yet. I
0: think, hey, but you, you know what though? Look, look, look. If, if if look if me and Matt are in the ring and they start putting boots to Matt. And I
1: sit back in my chair and relax. You take a step back. You take a step step back.
0: back. Look, Matt not gonna be, hey, Matt not gonna come for me. Like, bro, these are gonna come for me first. Like, right, but it's gonna be a problem. We ain't gonna be, we ain't gonna be, we ain't gonna be cool afterwards. It's it's, it's donezo. Hey, he said, said, he said, he said, don't have him He he, he offered <laughs> it to He took yeah. a step, he took take
1: step back. You can't take a step back. Now it's different from somebody getting jumped, and you just like hey, I'm trying to make sure there's a fair one, opposed to saying, you know what, y'all have at it, and then I'll talk to him back safe and tell him like my bad dog. <laughs> you like so now I'm like okay maybe my maybe bad. they go theory, which I think theory can be a really good face, but that that's a feud I would like to see. Um, but before that, they set up in quotations. A Cody Rhodes versus The Rock 101 match between now and Cody's main event match against Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Which could How be do night guys one. like
0: the... Uh, the segment. It was fine. I it was um, cool.
3: Popping circumstances for Grayson. Go ahead. Just,
0: yeah. Yes, um. <laughs> time.
3: With, with some internet issues. With some internet issues over here. Overall, popping circumstances was cool. Again, this is Australia. This is his home country. So for me, just overall, I thought that I would like it. I love how Austin Theory kind of started the show. Um, of their, <laughs> What did he call it? The Austin effect? Or something like that. And I'm like, hold on, wait, wait. And they booed him. I mean, just from the beginning of the whole promo in the ring, yeah. um, Austin was, was showing that he was a bad guy. Uh, but overall, I thought it was really cool. As far as the setting up the possible, I still think it might be a tag match. But talking about Rock and Cody, could this been kind of predictable? Maybe. But again, everything about this show I thought was predictable. But I was in, I in, was enjoyed, I enter, was entertained and enjoyed the whole show.
2: Yeah, I thought it was really fun. I like Grayson Waller. I think he's funny. Uh, and I, I think I just have an affinity for heels. So uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Grayson Waller. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that Cody versus Rock match, that's a big match to have on it ain't just regular out. national TV. I don't know if you do it night one. I mean, that would be kind of crazy. But if you tell them the story of Cody overcoming all odds and he somehow beats the rock, then I, I guess you pull it off. But in my mind I was like they're going to do that in 3 weeks on SmackDown or Raw that's kind of crazy but uh yeah I and then Seth saying, you know I got your back um you know that carrying on that story something still seems weird to me about that um I like it I I want to believe Seth but but yeah uh something weird's going to happen between now and there.
0: You know uh, Brandy it's funny you say about the you like you like the heels. I do, too. And I'm trying to think of when that, that became. Because I was a big Hogan guy. I was a Ricky Steamboat guy back in the day. I liked the fan favorites. But at some point, I liked the the, the heels. I want to say Lex Luger might have been my first heel mm-hmm. guy that I enjoyed. So, I think that would be an uh, interesting conversation down the line. So, I'm, I'm going to give you all a, a, a wacky fan um, booking scenario. What if we get uh, Rock and Cody Night one, like right, that's like maybe that's the main event, and Cody loses against the rock, right, He goes on to night two and he wins, and then part of the continued fiction friction between the bloodline where rock and Roman is that, look, I softened do it up, and you still gonna get it done. We need to go ahead and remove you from the head, and we need to get the big dog in his place. The original big think, dog.
1: I don't think that's wacky at all. That may yeah. be one of the better ways out of it. I still think they do the tag. But games.
3: but wait, how? So you're telling me that Cody will lose to The Rock? Fair? Of fair? Not. Unfair? Okay. Yeah, don't have to do fair, it. No, fair is terrible. So now you shouldn't back on Cody, and then I, then I could become a Cody crybaby at that point. Um, but if he doesn't Nothing win, the bloodline yeah. straight up 100 fair. And then you also can't
1: have Cody beat. You're not going to have Cody beat Rock and Roman within 24 hours of each other back to back either.
3: No, but That's I just, know, I just don't want Cody he doesn't Rock need Rock in a singles match at all. If if Rock has a single match, it needs to be against Roman Reigns. Flat out.
0: That ain't happening, but it won't though, be this year. Yeah, it won't yeah, be it this happening. year. Or well, yeah. not this main. No. that won't happen. happen.
3: I thought Roman and Rock could possibly be a slow match. Rock and Cody would be an even slower match. Hot take that.
1: But so we know <laughs> Rock was training for a, a singles match. We know that because, of course, the plan was Rock-Roman. So he could do Roman he could do Rock Cody. I like that idea actually. Um I still think the better idea is to tag match night one. And the bloodline wins. Right? I don't know who pins who. Maybe Rock does pin Cody night one. And then E you can still go with your story. Well, I beat him. He I set him up on a silver platter for you. You still couldn't get the job done night two. So I really, really like that. Uh, they absolutely are not doing Rock versus Cody Rhodes on a SmackDown beforehand. I like that's a setup. What if? Ro- what if, right? Because Rock and Roman are going to be on SmackDown this Friday. So I think that's where you get the, okay, what's going to be the actual challenge, right? Or what, what are they going to say, let's do this at, at Mania? Or does The Rock accept the challenge and then we still got weeks before, and they flip it somehow, some way. But we do know somehow, probably night one, we're going to get the four of them somehow intertwined together at WrestleMania, and and that's a win.
0: They're they're making commercials with those four, right? You got Cody yep. and Seth mm-hmm. walking together, Roman and Rocker next to each other. So definitely, then Seth has has kind of is kind of putting himself in this storyline. So it's something's going to happen. It's I just will find it interesting. I can't think of another huge show like this where you got. You no, know, I know it's two nights, but you got like, well, at least two or th- what, three of the guys wrestling twice. Like right, because we know we're getting Seth and Drew, right? So we're gonna get mm-hmm. Seth and Drew. Dude just came from you know uh, uh, what, it, what was the ACL whatever it was injury. He gonna wrestle two nights, so he got he got Drew right? It's almost like, I'm thinking as as I'll go, what if Drew and Seth were like night two, you know, and maybe Seth got beat up Mm -hmm. or injured or something in the tag match. And then that's how, you know, Drew was able to kind of overcome Seth. But I've just never seen a scenario where you had so many guys wrestle multiple times on a big show like this.
1: Uncharted territory, brother. It was supposed to be rock Roman, Cody fans made it known that that ain't happening. So now this is we know this is on the fly, um, but I think they'll you they'll know, figure it out, and I think Friday's going to tell us a lot
2: for sure. You know what I need from Cody? I What's need that? Cody to be I need Cody to be a bit more aggressive. And that Grayson Waller effect, I don't know if it was that or another promo where he was like, you know what, Rock, I'm going to hit you back. Like, don't say I'm going to hit you back. Like, that, hey man, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his character. And on the Grayson Waller effect, he said something <laughs> like, he didn't say ass. He said A or something. Like, he wouldn't say the curse word. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are we doing?
0: Did
3: it be the accent?
0: Man, hey, you know, as a Cody fan, I'm, man, sometimes while I listen to his promos, I'm like, damn, he kind of, he being too nice of a guy a little bit, right? And I'm like, man, I don't want them to start turning on this man. I mean, he's one of the <laughs> hottest wrestlers in the world right now like i need you to play it because there's a lot of eyeballs on them mm-hmm.
2: like man yeah. you can't
0: play it too cute and too sweet man you like he you can know, afford to have it hey, i'm a big fan of the rock like no you're not 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 right now you're not like maybe maybe next year you can say i'm a big fan but right now you're not you hate this man he smacked you you ain't do nothing about it actually right you know i didn't <laughs> say it but let that man he gonna smack me it, it like it, it was like Cody was actually even trying to like get back at him, get his get a lick back. if you smack me like that, it was kind of a bitch back too. He kind of it was like more like the fingertips like grazed the jibs a little bit. He didn't really get all of it, but just the fact of the matter, you know what I'm saying? I would have went after him. And he's talking about The Rock is, I'm a big fan of The Rock. I'm like no, no Cody no you're not man. I want you to get aggressive, get in this man's ass. We trying to finish this story exactly. for the Daddies.
3: You know, Cody's gonna get booed within six weeks of his title reign, so he's Ooh, gonna get booed. So, so let's do that. But um before we leave the chamber, uh, are y'all there for Orton and Logan Paul? Are we gonna see this at a mania? Are we going to see this just on a regular show? What's your thoughts there? Because because Orton gotta get his get back.
2: I wrote that down as a note. As are we gonna get a triple threat with KO, Randy, and Logan Paul for that belt? Okay.
0: How you feel about that, Rodicia? You like that? I could be there for that.
3: But I just feel that the KO would have no chance whatsoever and kind of once again, KO, KO is just the Natalia of the men's division. He got to put on a great match. He watches wrestling, but he's just not gonna win. And
2: Randy he sold the shit time. out of that back injury. <laughs> I would too. I, th- <laughs> I thought <laughs> he was Logan hurt for real. Look
3: at with brass knucks.
2: But no, at one point, big, I thought it was, was, was wrong in the back. And
1: selling the back. Yeah, yeah I thought something was wrong class.
2: for a minute. Yeah, I did too.
1: And I just knew it wasn't because the spot that wouldn't have been the case. And I know that he was cleared, but I was like, so then they got to a point where I was like, okay, oh, that's, that's the story thread of this match. It's mm-hmm. his back. And he, they kept going back to it, but that's how you sell. You sell. Okay. I'm hurt. And I'm going to continue to be hurt throughout the entire match. Now. Yeah. Maybe I may get that shot of adrenaline to, to get my comeback and do that, but I'm still hurt. And, but we know Orton, everything he does is for a reason. Mm-hmm. It is perfect in the ring. Um, so good for him. He also said, too, like a few days ago that he feels like like he's in the middle of his run. He feels like he's in his prime right now. Wow. Which is kind of crazy to think because we've been watching this man, it feels like, for like 20 years mm-hmm. for him to say that. Um, so then you asked about the triple threat match. I think we get a one-on-one match maybe. That one threw me off, just seeing Orton and Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eternal uh, shot, a, shot us a message yesterday. and He said...
0: I smell a
1: multi-man ladder match for the United States Championship. Then he put, finally, in quotations. The only title that's scratching my head is Gunther. Ain't no way in hell Drew is losing at Mania. I will argue with any of you, Rhea should not lose to Becky. Let's take these really quick, step-by-step. Multi-man ladder match for the United States Championship. I don't know why you would would get that, because I think, just because what we saw at the Chamber... Gordon's got to get his get back on Logan Paul. Now, maybe he gets his get back on a random SmackDown. You could do that on a SmackDown between now. But do you guys see a ladder match for the U.S. Championship?
3: Nope, because we're going to have the Andre the Giant over the top battle rail. So. Oh, boy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't see a ladder match. But if we get there, I'm here for it.
0: Prodigy in these takes today. <laughs> Cody being booed.
3: Oh, he is. This, this, no, he will. This, Andre, mark my words. No, he's, not. he's, he's no, Mark no. my
0: words. I will mark it. I will put it on the, the list of other bad yeah. takes that you've had. Right. The It will six weeks. It won't be six and, weeks, and, and, be six pro weeks too. but, but there weeks. will be
1: a segment of fans that, that will start turning on him. It will. That's just okay. what happens. Wait, so you think
0: that everybody's giving this man all this love, and within six weeks, they're going to Ab- turn no, him back? I said That, that means I the I'm world is a yes. bunch of heels then. I am saying yes. I'm
3: saying yes. No, and it won't be six weeks because I think six weeks from – Super faced sis. Oh, I'm not beefing with the Rock. Even you said it. Like, but you are. You should be. You should be ready to to on site him. That's not going to get
0: So six weeks.
3: We'll, we'll just go on the record. Six mm-hmm. weeks.
0: But six in, weeks, in Cody's, be in in Cody's defense, this has been no, his six weeks character. After being a title, holder. this is his character for the past two years. He's been playing this guy. He yeah. hasn't gotten even sweeter. He's been playing. This is. I told you. Like, man, I was really surprised that this white meetup like he is a true like 70s 80s like baby face right just pure heart does the best thing he's out there signing posters kissing baby maybe that's what the world needs maybe they need a, a a good old-fashioned vanilla baby face maybe it's what, what, what we've been missing maybe it's if what the we- world needs right now
3: if Matt first 14 tweets that Cody he saw was United, was United States people, <laughs> I'll, I'll oh take my. the United States back. The oh first my. 14 tweets Matt saw talked about how much they hated the nation chamber because they didn't get enough sleep. Don't you think within six weeks, those same, same, those said same people is going to find a problem with Cody? Like I no, said, I'm voting yeah. that he's going to get booed in, in six weeks in 2024. No. Yeah, guarantee it won't be six weeks. Like said, so six months? Yes.
1: Six weeks, it will be I'll the you, you deserve it tour where everywhere he goes, he gets the you deserve it chant. Then they're in a they're in a stadium after WrestleMania. <laughs> I forgot where they're at, but they're somewhere. They're in a stadium uh, outside the United States. So he's not getting booed right afterwards. But what I will say though, and we'll get back to Eternal's question. So we talked about we were talking about the whole four WrestleMania situation with with them. Um I do think with Cody, we can say now, if because remember they're, they're booking this on the fly, so I think now we can officially say the Rock and Cody are not in cahoots, right? From I'm Cody's not promo, that. and the reason why I say that because I would hope they were meticulous. Cody was getting ready to say what that conversation was of why he took a step back
2: Thank from you. Mania, and he never, and then to Grayson Waller
1: interrupted him. It. So now, unless Grayson Waller is also in cahoots, he was about to tell us why he stepped to the side, which then would tell me him and Rock are not currently in cahoots together. So so that was probably the biggest thing outside of the $15 million pyro budget that they gave Cody (laughs) for that show, which was tremendous. Outside of that, that was probably the biggest thing for me from that segment was like, okay, so now we know that the way they're presenting it is there is no... Alignment with them too right now. Um, you know, those,
0: those fireworks was 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 really nice, right? We got incredible. that for Cody, we yep. got for real. I'm like, man, the production is really hot. And you know, those was it, like
2: mm-hmm. Olympic budget mm-hmm. fucking fireworks. Yep. That was mm-hmm. nuts.
0: For real. Hey, and I'm, I'm gonna ask you guys because I can't, I couldn't go back and watch that show again. There was a there was something that happened in the show. I don't know. It was a production. It might have been a production piece that I was like, wow, this is WWE at its finest. Did, did you guys have a feeling? At all? Cause I'm, I don't know what it was but it, Dude, was, it was there any day moment day in the show mm-hmm. what was, it it? It, was
1: it it was the cameras in the pod that was tremendous bingo the, that the was Slim I liked Jim that a lot too
3: entrance that flashed in the middle of the screen so well, that their place that marketing was, a, was amazing
1: that was glitch that was a glitch oh well that's that why looked, they pulled that, it so quick the Slim Jim uh, Slim glitches, Jim thing was on the wrong side <laughs> better yeah. than,
3: than their so. opponents <laughs>
1: Wow, they're their opponents. Who was there?
3: <laughs> Jeez, what you You're telling me? You're your you your Was hand. great production. I,
1: I like Hater Rhodesia though. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, like, I like this.
3: the show started off this way. You you press play and record. I wasn't even done getting ready. But did, I didn't, didn't you, you push, tell hey, me? Hey, didn't did you didn't tell me three minutes beforehand?
2: I didn't know you okay, press play. Okay, so we're like gonna a, do it. That's
3: like a fake. That was like a fake. I'm ready. So hey, hey, Brady, said it knows, twice. this is
2: she a did fake it twice I'm ready.
3: But it was a hey. but it was fake. It was you. you didn't even see me in the screen when I said so i was now, ready. Hey,
1: so now this is how I feel every time we get ready to go to dinner or something. Mm-hmm. And we're gotcha. like, hey, we're leaving at six <laughs> thirty. And she's like, I'm ready. And it's six twenty eight. And she's still in the bathroom with like no clothes on. It's like, what the hell I'm ready. If I wasn't right leave? I'm ready for you now.
3: <laughs> I'm ready for you Then
1: that's a whole different situation. Hello, we're going there. We are going there. You can start making Start making them I'm noises. Ready. Nah, I get with that.
0: <laughs> Which is why I was like, when, when Matt started the show, I'm like, well, she said, it like, there's no way. She am like, she ain't ready. Like, she done walked by the screen. Only she left the room, Look like, right? So and, right. Then, and then you ready. started cutting a promo
1: on me. So I was like, hey, this is perfect timing. <laughs> let everybody hear you complain about me. Um, so then, Gunther, where do you think we get for Gunther? For Mania. no clue right now. I don't
0: know. You gotta be Chad, right? Know. Gotta be then. Because There's one
1: other person that it could be besides Chad, and that could be Sammy Zayn. So would, if you had yeah, to pick was him, was was want Chad him. or would you want
2: Sammy Zayn? Sammy and a squash. <laughs> he
3: said that was some conviction.
2: He sure did. Oh. I don't love Sammy. I'm not I, I don't like the woe is me version of Sammy.
0: Mm-hmm. When he
2: was a bit more aggressive and, and funny in the bloodline, a little bit that I caught. I'm not super familiar with Sammy. But the run of, like, this woe is me, okay. I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of it.
3: I'm okay with Mania because, again, we want to put on, like, kind of the biggest matches, too. I'm okay with maybe Sammy and Gunta at Mania. But you got to make sure that Chad gets gets his. So if that means Sammy and Gunta wrestles and Sammy loses, I'm not going to say get <laughs> squashed, but get, loses, then let's start up after Mania, Chad and Gunta.
2: Yeah. I like
0: that. I love the way Rodisha says. Uh, I, I don't know if it's, maybe I'm saying it wrong. When I say Gunther, and she says Gunther. Like this, this way she says the the. It, I just love the way you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, who would y'all rather win um, if there was if someone were to beat Gunther, uh, Chad or Sammy? Because for me, I kind of I kind of felt like when Chad originally challenged for the championship mm-hmm. and he had the the family there, like. That was a great opportunity, and I think the fans were willing to see a title change at that, mm-hmm. at that point. He had the, the juice at, at that moment, right? And then after he lost, they kind of was like, all right, man, look, you got a little too hot. We're not ready for that right now. We're going to push you in the back for a little bit, but we'll come back mm-hmm. to you, right? So I kind of feel like this might be that moment, but I do understand Sammy, he has kind of a, a story building right now. But I just feel like I don't know if Sammy can get to the level that I got with Chad, by Mania, it's possible we still got a lot of TV. He's, I, I actually do really like Sammy Zayn. I've always been a fan of his. Um, I think the peak of Sammy was the Bloodline, but I'm here for him doing something with Gunther right now. I
1: think the match would be incredible. It would be a match of the year candidate. Which one? Um, Sammy and Gunther. Uh, but I, this is Chad Gable's title to take off of Gunther. <laughs> so are so you okay
3: was- with Chad not not wrestling at Mania and then just winning it after it? Sure. Okay,
1: I'm good with that. Like I said, I mean they got these stadium shows set up all year. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You can run that. Like I got, I gotta look and see where they are after Mania. But he can drop it then if you want. Uh, speaking so, speaking of dropping, the last part of Eternals thing was he'll argue with any of us that Rhea should not lose to Becky. Before we get to that question, anything from that main event you guys want to talk? All I want to say is all the Nia Jake Jax hate needs to stop and I've I've been tweeting now, I've been talking about it on this show consistently. She has one of the better second runs I have probably ever seen in wrestling because typically you are what you kind of are. You may add something to your repertoire. Either you can now start cutting a little bit better promo or you add a couple moves. I'm not going to say she's almost like a completely different worker overall, but no way in the world would Nia Jax ever have main evented a pay-per-view in her first run and she belonged. I had told Matt while we were watching, as soon as the match started, said if they wanted to, they could just pull a Hogan Andre on this, you know, and it could be 13 minutes of Nia squashing, 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 Rhea, you know, false comeback, Nia squashing, squashing, Rhea gets hot, one, two, three, pin, and the crowd would go crazy. You got the pyro right there, and that's going to go off. Nobody's going to say anything. And they worked a match that would have worked anywhere, not just in Rhea's hometown. They didn't use that as a crutch. And I was just, I was proud of both of them because I thought that match was great. I thought that was a great way to finish that show. Uh, anything from that match that you guys want to discuss, or do you guys feel completely different than I do? Let me
3: address that in a sec. Um, as far as the stadium shows and being out of the country, we have Backlash in France, we have Money in the Bank in Toronto, and we Backlash have Dash in, in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to try to pronounce this in French, so I'm not, I'm not it's the LDLC Arena. So I guess that's an arena, but it's still in France. You got on is that Toronto. Where PSG
1: plays? Maybe.
3: When 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 is Bash in Berlin? Is that June? Bash in Berlin is actually August. So we have Backlash France I'm sorry, Backlash France. We have money in the bank in July in Toronto. And then Bash in Berlin August thirty first.
1: Ooh, that's where the crash that's that's where the crown Gunther as world champion.
3: Yep, and that's the Mercedes Benz Arena in Germany. Yep.
1: That's where the crown. that's where the ca- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, Thank so you for that but information. so information.
3: Yep. Yeah. I think Nia had, and I'm saying this just because I listened to an interview she had did after she had um, left or was let go uh, at of WWE the first time. I think she left. Um, but she had a chip on her shoulder, I think, entering WWE. Could it be because she was rock cousin? I mean, she had that chip this time around. Second time around, I don't, I don't feel it, that chip on her shoulder. And I think it allows her to then be just the massive star that she is. I think that's the major difference between the first time and the second time. She doesn't have to prove anything because she is that already. So let me just let that speak for myself.
2: I think you guys know I have an affinity for Naya. I just think she looks good. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I think historically, from from what I've gathered from you guys, is she might have been a bit unsafe in the past. Um, And that's fine. I totally understand why people wouldn't be happy with that. But I don't know if she just does a better job now. But I mean, she still in my opinion looks like loose and and kind of aggressive but maybe in a more controlled manner like it's, it still looks like she's rough and tough with everybody but i guess maybe in a, a just a much more controlled manner but she looks great um i'm amazed at how many people take her her finisher like dropping on people's ribs like that <laughs> like they do a really good job with that and uh she she looked great. Rhea, I have an affinity for Rhea too. Whatever the little, little straps she wear, um, that make that her booty, booty was jiggling
3: the whole night. Yeah, so she keep
2: doing it. See, so keep doing keep, it. Keep doing it, <laughs> she, keep doing it. Every, every week. I'm a fan. So,
0: Brandon, uh, she knows. No, she what She, she said it. She said it. She, in the video. Sure she she, she like people love the leg harness, and I understand. No problem. But yeah. I, yeah it was beta. a fun
2: match. It was a fun match, and 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 kudos to WWE on like kind of building her up and knowing that they were going to be in Perth and giving her her moment. Like, I think they do a, a really good job of considering like the, the, uh, the equity that they, they have, uh, with, with their superstars and their talent or whatever, and giving them moments like this. So I thought, it was you know, it was
1: crazy, Brandon E, before you go, what's crazy during the Vince era, which you kind of skipped after the attitude era. Uh, he would make you lose in your hometown. If you crazy. were going to your said hometown, you're getting demeaned you're getting disrespected you're losing it was like that
2: forever crazy and
1: now we see the opposite of when you're in your hometown you should get your flowers and what that does for business and i understand yeah. from a heat perspective like okay if you're trying to get some heat hey let's do it in their hometown but it was like a thing where like you could legit look at the card and like oh they're in boston tonight oh sasha's losing the title <laughs> and she will lose the that's
2: title. nuts
0: yep that was a disgusting man um you guys know how I felt about Nia Jax, and primarily from her first run, I just didn't like her at all. Um, her matches, I didn't. I just didn't care for her character. So when they brought her back, I'm like, oh, they brought that back. I'm like, I don't want to see her on my TV. But she certainly has changed my mind. I mean, you know, her promos. She's very. When I said that there's not a lot of um, women with purpose in a lot of these big shows, she has purpose. She has mm-hmm. character. She has charisma. Uh, she looks good. She's gotten herself in. in, in uh, in really good shape too you can tell the difference it's kind of like from week to week that she's you know she's making changes to her body you know she's yep. still kind of a, a big girl but you know it's 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 all packed right you know she looks she looks really good she's much better than ring i i want to stop short of saying that she was uh with natty in the dungeon uh i don't i kind of want to say before she even got back to the company, I think she was wrestling with her. I'm not sure,
2: um, but she's definitely gotten a lot like better. Her, I saw videos from like her Instagram where she, I believe, was working with Natty, and I saw quite a few videos of her working with uh, Dawkins and another dude um, in like some kind of dungeon type setup. So but she was with mm-hmm. Natty,
0: and we gotta get Natty her props too, man, because like she, like she might be um, one up in the, the performance center because like she's making some great wrestlers over there. Right. Like mm-hmm. Jay, we haven't seen her in long matches. Right. But she looks a lot better than she ever did. You know, Dawkins, we see an improvement from him. Then Nia Jax too. Like these people go down to Natty man. And Natty turns these people into some workers. So kudos to her. But yeah, I'm, I'm here for Nia Jax. Good match. Um, the asked, answer internals question. Hell nah. Like, Becky can't get that straight. Like, the men's will come around to Memphis City, whatever it is. Like, I don't want to see that as no champion. Like, she's a good challenger. You know, take that three-second tan and let Rhea hold that title up high at Mania. No way that she, she wins that.
1: So, E has Rhea going a year-plus with the title. Uh, Rhodesia, do you have – is there any way that Becky should beat Rhea?
3: Yeah, I think so. Just because even though I'm not the biggest Becky fan, again, there's just no denying when she comes out the star power that she draws. So, yeah, I can see that. And I feel satisfied just like how when, and I know E didn't maybe, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but when Bianca dropped her title, I'm like, okay, it was time. You've had it for over a year now. Like, I'm okay with Rhea dropping it now. She had a a, a great run as far as me. She didn't have that many title defenses. But just overall, her aura, her presence, she had a great reign. So it's time. I'm okay with
2: that one. Brandon, I would like Rhea to retain. Um, Becky's great in her own right. I know she's built up a a huge following. She doesn't really do it for me. Um, she, I'm like, I'm hot and cold on her. Um, I Mm -hmm. think she's good. I, I know she has a great history. I don't like her on the mic. Um, but I totally get like what she draws and brings to the company. Um, so, I'm a I, I supporter, but, uh, yeah, I think I would, I would rather see Rhea retain. I don't know who I want to see take it off of Rhea, but
3: so
1: that's I'm cool
2: with
3: that's, that's what it is. Yeah. I'm, is
2: I'm okay with Becky right taking there. it. So,
1: okay, if you go past Mania and you don't put it on Becky, which three months ago, four months ago, five months ago, I mean, I've, I've said since last year, you guys can go back and listen to the show, this was going to be the match at this year's Mania. Um, and I was like, okay, this is the perfect time for Becky to take the title off of Rhea. Rhea would have had it for a year. Then Rhea can move on. There's still some legs to Rhea's title reign. But if you skip over Becky, and then I think if Becky loses and you don't go back to an immediate rematch, Becky probably should turn heel. There's nothing more for Becky to do as a face without the title. Mm-hmm. Then who is next up? for Rhea so now you gotta kinda think through okay well if we keep it on her at Mania then does she keep it until SummerSlam does she keep it until like where does and then who is it for does she keep it until uh, Tiffany's on Smackdown does she try to keep it until Jade is ready for it? I can't think of anybody else who's on Raw right now that you will look at currently and say yeah she's next up to take that title off of Rhea so that's that's the question they're gonna have to answer if they don't flip the, yeah. the titles here in like forty two days or whatever
0: it is. You no, know, um, we got the the brand the brand the brand splits coming up shortly after Maine yeah, usually, right? Yeah, so then we yeah, can get Bianca yeah. and we can finally have that Bianca Area Huguen. I don't think we've had it on the main roster. Yet. Not the way we want it. Not, not the, the way women. we wanted. Oh, no, you got right. Naomi. Oh, no, Naomi's on SmackDown, too. Mm-hmm. Like, so they, we got the branch split coming, so they can kind of shuffle some women around to give her some new challenges. This is why, like as you said, we can steal some legs. And I think there's another second life to her as champion to when she eventually turns a uh, full-fledged uh, baby.
1: Man, but isn't she now, though? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, of I course, said, we know by, by her flesh, actions, though. she's not.
0: Full-fledged, but who is yeah.
1: But is there anybody... Who was watching and We can get off of elimination shame. Chamber. I got a few more things I want to talk about. But is there anybody watching WWE that does not like Rhea Ripley because she's with Judgment Day or because she's a cheater? I think, I haven't met one person who doesn't like Rhea. So yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, presentation-wise, we know she's a heel. But with her and Becky, it's gonna be like Hogan Warrior at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That crowd's gonna be split mm-hmm. 50-50 down the middle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is fun. But which is really, really fun. Um, I asked this question, and he already gave his answer. I said, hold off, and he was so disgusted by the, <laughs> the question, Brandon, that he gave his answer. So you can either lay out or you can add more context. I asked last uh, pod, Brandon, and I said I was going to bring it up. So let's say Roman loses the title at Mania. Or let's say he loses the title at Survivor Series, and then we go with what I talked about weeks and weeks and weeks ago, right, in New York City, blah, blah, blah. Loses to Cody. For the run that Roman has had, do you think Roman Reigns deserves a standing ovation moment when he loses the title? And by that, I mean on camera. So Mm -hmm. Cody gets his pyro. Cody does the whole thing. Camera stays with Cody. Then we shoot back to the ring. Roman does the whole stand-up thing. We get the stand ovation. We get the thank you, Roman, whatever
2: that is. Do you think he deserves it? And do you think we get that? You see my one-up? I I most certainly do. I mean, it's it's been a heck of a run. Whether you hate Roman or love him, it's been an incredible run. Um, I don't think we ever get a run like this again in our modern kind of day wrestling. Um, He was deemed a dude. They put the rocket ship on his back, and they shot him up to the sky. Um, Regardless, I I missed, like, the first year and a half, two years of his run. But regardless of if he's been part-time for the last – 18 months or so, I think it's been a heck of a run. Um, to be able to carry the company on his back, um, to be able to carry probably one of their best storylines ever, if not top two, three, maybe. Uh, heck yeah, he deserves that. Um, going back to the Grayson Waller effect when he mentioned the Bloodline, it was that entire section had had his hands up Don't behind up. him. Um, so heck yeah, I, I definitely think he deserves it. I think it would be a great opportunity for them to kind of bid a farewell to that era if he does lose, um, heck yeah, I, I would support that 100%, fade to black with him standing there and a uh, you deserve it or thank you Roman type of, type of deal. The wrestling
3: company wars, when I think of it, because that's what I'm going to call it, they had Monday Night Wars, Wednesday Night Wars, the wrestling company wars, Roman and the bloodline checkmated it. Mm-hmm. Roman in the bloodline. I'm not gonna say solely, but as far as what we saw as a production on TV, took wrestling to a whole nother level. They absolutely need to give Roman his flowers in the ring, like Brandon said, fade to black. I don't want to see him for a while after that happens, which I don't think I would see him anyways if he won or lost. But give him, <laughs> give him that, send him off, and he, he, he does. He absolutely deserves it. I think that wrong, see, wrong, yeah, wrong.
1: I, I <laughs> wrong wrong Behind that is wrong because you there is there is a valid reason why
0: you could say that's wrong so give us your reason this is all about the video game finishing your story we're not finish. we're finishing cody's story we're not finishing roman reigns's story it's wrong like get his ass out of the ring off the fuck wouldn't fit, fade to black with him with roman reigns no you're fading to black with with me and cody and brandy and the and the kids you know, cheering <laughs> Cody on.
2: What the dog out Black there too. Roman.
0: Get his ass out of, out of that ring, out of that arena. I don't wanna see his ass at at no point after that after he takes that tan. Get him out of there. You and you that, can, you guys can go online, that's and you guys can cheer him all you want. Send your videos, you know, get your kids, and you guys can <laughs> you know send a heartfelt you know thank you to Roman, right? Because this man has a whole heel ass storyline. He got to finish it with Rock first. So that's that's a whole other storyline because you're go, y'all gonna turn this man face before that story even prompts it just yet. So let's 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 celebrate Cody. Right, and we can get to Roman and all the other stuff another time.
3: If this was Vince days, I get it, 100. percent But we know Triple H, even just in NXT, he allowed that um, pulling down the fourth wall or the whatever the fourth the curtain. He allowed that, even down. I even go back to when they had the first Iron Woman match, right? They call it Iron Man match, and how they both got flowers and a standing ovation, and, and I think Sasha was a heel at the time. This Triple H version of WWE, I I can see that happening. I believe he deserves it. But if this was Vince's time, absolutely. Roman would not have gotten anything on TV. Maybe if you were live at Mania, you would get that. But definitely mm-hmm. not then, on, not yep, on and TV. And that's why I said
1: on TV. The difference, yeah. Yeah. though, with, with that in comparison to the great examples you just gave, you weren't crowning Bailey or Sasha as the company. Mm-hmm. When When Cody takes the title, this is now Cody's company. He mm-hmm. is the guy. There is no one... A and then a 1B it's going to be Cody's company. So that would be the argument of why not to do it. So I mean, E definitely has credence there. The reason why I mean, I'm of course I'm a massive Roman fan. The reason why I would want it though is because of what Brandon said. We probably won't see a title run like this again in in the in our lifetime anyway in regards to how long somebody's held the title and I would like for him to be able to feel that energy at that moment. But that could take away from this is for
0: Cody's, Cody's moment. moment. Yeah. So it's, it'd be fun could, to see. Because Matt and Brandon, you remember. This is before. I don't think Rhodesia was born. But Hawk <laughs> and How Ultimate old you Warrior. think I am? Just,
3: just, I just want to ask. How old do
0: you think I am? It's like 32 or something like that?
3: <laughs> no, I'm not, but okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your story, finish your story.
0: But, um, you know, Hawk, Hawk and, uh, and, and, uh, Hawk and uh, Hogan. No, it's Hawk and Hogan. Mm-hmm. Hawk, Hogan, and Ultimate Warrior, right? <laughs> Hawk and mm-hmm. Hogan. Mm-hmm. We're passing the torch to Ultimate Warrior. Hawk Hogan in the, in the ring, pointing to God, you know what I'm saying? And the camera is, is, is panned off to him. And then Warrior wasn't the same sense, right? We still was talking about Hogan. you going to talk about the Warrior. We need to get that man out of the arena. Get his ass going.
1: Speaking of Hogan. No. Give give no. me 30 seconds. And I just need – Oh, wow, ready i ready for, for that. After I give you this, I want to talk about uh, Dynamite because he – we did a good job of poking holes into uh, Sting and, and Darby's story. They fixed it. We got to give them props for that. And then I want to ask Brandon a couple of Revolution thoughts. We'll give our entire Revolution preview on Wednesday's, Wednesday's podcast. That show's already this weekend. But uh, give me 30 seconds. And I just need you guys to say, yes, this is true. It's an or a no. Nope. It's a no.
3: It's Hogan. No. <laughs> no. All right, listen no to this. Hogan Let's said, go. well.
1: It's a logical extension of where I should go with my career, Hogan said. Because once the wrestling took off and the character Hogan became as big as the wrestling business at the time, people were reaching out to me, you know, to do other projects. Commercials, Super Bowl commercials, right guard commercials, all kind of stuff. And the movies were a logical extension. So Vince McMahon and I sat down and basically spent three days over a beach writing No Holds Barred. And then we brought a writer in that had to clean it up and pretty much got all the credit for it because we didn't know anything about writing or the Screen Actors Guild or the Writers Guild. We didn't know anything. We hired a writer to clean it up. We didn't know he was going to own it, which didn't matter. But once I made that film and it was successful, New Line Cinema wanted me to make more films. And the problem I had with it was I loved wrestling so much. I was in the prime of my career. It wasn't like I was on the downside and was picking up extra work or trying to get out of the wrestling business uh, to become an actor. I was in. I was a world heavyweight champion. Hawker Mania running wild. I was in front of 20, 30,000 people every night. Now, you want me to go sit in a Winnebago at the side of the Sony sound stage for 14 hours, and you might call me at 5 o'clock to get in front of cameras for five minutes? The process killed me. I mean, you know, and you know, there's an art form to it. They're really good actors, you know, understanding timing and exactly when to ramp up and everything from the lighting to the camera placement to the cadence, everything. They understand it once they get in front of the camera. But for me, I was ready to jump off a cliff waiting for 12 Hours for them just to use me, and they may use me for the first thing in the morning, getting the makeup trailer at 5:30 in the morning. I may do my first shot and then say, "Well, hold on, hang on. We're not sure if we're going to need you for the rest of the day." So after lunch was over, no, you need to hang out. So I should, I would just sit there for 12 hours, and then they would only use me for four or five minutes in the morning. So the process was hard. I was always wanting to go back to wrestling, and I did, but I kept bouncing back and forth, making little small budget movies for kids and having fun with that, you know, shoot them and. 25 to 30 days and running back to the wrestling business. You know, and I had the chance to become the next John Wayne. There's a guy (laughs) called Bob Evans that ran Paramount. He took me to his office and there was a big picture on the wall with Clint Eastwood and John Wayne and all the big stars, Dustin Hoffman and everybody that was a part of the contract players for Paramount at the time. And he said,
0: Dustin Hoffman,
1: you're going to be the next John Wayne. And then he kind of laid out the schedule and what was expected of me on and off camera. I went. I'm the wrong guy for that stuff. So I just decided to go back to wrestling. Are we done? Because he was, it's not like he ready. had a
2: writer. It's not like he, he, he had a writer, right? Breakfast that. when he did that interview, because ain't nobody named Bob Evans running those. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
3: full of lies. Dude, like Kansas, Are we questioning man. that he actually wrote it? Are we actually questioning that this whole story was even true? The I mean, question
1: what? is: Do you think he was told? That he could be the next John Wayne and Clint Eastwood in the movie business. No. Yes.
3: Uh, <laughs> I give him that. I can say yes. Because Who, he, first of he's all, reaching. has
2: anybody been the an next John Wayne? No, but, I, I I do think at that period of time, he was probably sought after for movies. Mm-hmm. Because, big time I name. mean, that's kind of how Hollywood works. You get a big name, you put him mm-hmm. in any and everything you can to sell a script. But, that part is what's confusing is if he was only being used for four or five minutes, that means he wasn't the star of said movie set he was working on. So, I don't know. There's holes in that story for sure. And him eventually not and, and I story.
0: Than- yeah. If this is anybody other than racist-ass Har game, <laughs> I-, I might say it's-, it's probably can happen, right? Because, you know, in, in-, in sports, anything, you're always looking for the next – something like right yeah the next mic we didn't look we've been looking for the next michael jordan for 50 years right we found him man his name is lebron james
3: and he surprised michael <laughs> <laughs> no no we, we found him his name
0: hero minor <laughs> hilarious but so like i, I kind of get that and as brandon said tell like, him we'll be on in 15 minutes as brandon said like uh that no hards <laughs> bar like i like, i think we talked about it on another podcast a long time ago I didn't know that the, the ratings or reviews for that movie were bad. Because I remember as a kid, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was great. <laughs> like, right? I thought it was great. So I can see, in, as, a, as a kid who loved Hulk Hogan, I could have watched, like, 20 more Hulk Hogan movies like that. So maybe he was. So um, if the only movie Hulk Hogan would
1: have ever done was No Holds Barred, I would say I think this is true. I think Hogan forgot we all saw Thunder in Paradise. We all <laughs> saw Mr. Nanny. Hogan, you were not going to be the next John Wayne. But I, just, I thought that. it was fun. You know, every, every 90 days or so, Hogan pops out and gives us a story. And granted, this one wasn't as good as he wrestled in two different, the same day in two different spots and all that. This was pretty good. This was pretty good. Yeah. Um, let's move on real quick to Dynamite. I thought Dynamite was a hell of a show. On Wednesday, And as I said, I, I pride this show and ourselves on giving it up when we need to give it up, positive or negatively. And we did a really good job of breaking down why that Darby Allin-Yumbuck segment did not work on that previous Dynamite. We don't have to play the uh, audio of it. Please go out of your way if you have not seen that Sting promo and Darby Allin promo from Dynamite. And it was one, of course, it hit me. In a particular way, because Sting talked about how just, he just lost his dad seven days ago in the promo. Of course, I just lost my dad, you know, almost seven days ago. So that, you take that and it's like, yes, I got an emotional connection to that. But what I really had an emotional connection to was they made it real. And I talk a lot about emotional investment in AEW and how that's missing. They can do the best matches in the world. But when you don't tell the proper stories and you don't get us invested into the wrestlers and the characters, we like them because we like them. Oh, they seem like they're cool people, or we may know them. Oh, they are cool people. But what is presented in front of us with our own eyes a lot of times is missing the emotional investment. And if you watch Dynamite, Danny Garcia, that promo, you can argue and say that was the best promo of his life with Christian. Warlow. That was absolutely Warlow's best promo in his career. Sting and Darby piece. I loved it. Uh, Brandon, I know you said you didn't get a chance to see Dynamite. Rediz E, give me your thoughts on kind of just what I talked about, the Sting and Darby piece. And just the, the – when you watch that show, it's like, okay, they're they're starting. If they're on this path, because we've done this before too, where you get a show, you're like, uh-oh, they kind of figured it out. And then you see them pull back, and then it's just Russell Heavy, and one show doesn't make sense to another show. What would you guys think of – those elements from dynamite?
3: You have to consider the source with someone like Sting. You hit the whole emotional attachment connection. He's been doing this for a very long time. He's a veteran at this, so he does it right. What did surprise me was your Daniel Garcia granny. Again, he's going against Christian, somebody else who's a veteran who knows this. And we know Christian is probably the best talker we've seen on the mic. He'll one top one two in years what surprised me was Wardlow and I think that just truly came from shoot frustration I'm effing tired of this I'm an effing monster and maybe I don't like the way I booked and he came out with that passion so for me I absolutely loved how Dynamite was able to take a snapshot and and show this for the world so we'll be able to see this true passion Um, if they can click on this cylinder more shows than not, man, they, again, it can only go up for them. You, again, you got Sting, you got Christian, who are veterans. They're going to always do that. But somebody like a Daniel, somebody like a Warlow, if we can get this out of them, is moving back up again.
0: Yeah, very good. Sting's phenomenal. As you know, he would be. You know, Sting has really turned into a great talker, and, of course, he has some – Emotionally, he can put into the promo that, you know, that really puts it over the top. Uh, Wardlow, as said, I was surprised by Wardlow's promo. Um, because he does seem again his promo is about a, almost five minutes. And so he went out there for five minutes and did a great job. Um, now, for me, with Wardlow is the follow up. Of right, course. Wardlow does some good stuff in the ring, out of the ring, whatever it is. And it's just not the follow-up is in there. It's the continuation is what they do next week. Um, same thing with sting and Darby, you know, I, I guess, you know, I didn't know about Sting's personal issues, um, but you know, last week they could have just cut Darby segment, like, right. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just about what they do going forward to follow up on these, you no know, nice moments. Right. And it doesn't have to be anything big or major. It has to just make logical sense for the story. Um, they don't have to get too fancy or, or, or too sweet. Logical conclusions um, to the next thing. So I'm gonna try to see what they do because the wrestling has definitely been there. I, I actually kind of like the setup of the overall sh- uh, show. So I think it's good stuff.
1: And and the way they tell their stories is a little bit different than WWE, right? Because like if you look at that Darby and Sting, it was all about everything that happened outside of the ring until you guys jumped me. It was the family piece. You beat mm. up my family, and those are my boys. Man, I, I'm about to retire. Time waits for no man, and I know that because my dad just passed away seven days ago. I'm on the clock, and you guys do that. Like, it was just so great. You're not going to get that kind of storytelling in WWE. And then the, the Garcia part was fantastic. It was more of, man, y'all still have my back when I was nothing. I appreciate that. It was just so much. Yeah, I loved it. And then the production, it was probably their best night of production, I think, overall. That Deanna Peraza and Tony Storm split screen of color yeah, and black and white was Bravo. ridiculous. Bravo to whoever yeah. thought about that. And then they did mm-hmm. it again in the ring. I love that. Uh, of course, the hook emblem like Batman, they're, they're just they're. You hope they're starting to figure it out. Yeah. And with their yeah. talent, this can be a situation where they are what they are. So, like, Brandon, I know you aren't a big AEW fan. You'll watch it. You casually will watch it. Do you plan on watching Revolution?
2: This Sunday? I'll watch Revolution. Yep, I'll definitely watch Revolution. And be- before you segue, though, what this all mm-hmm. sounds like to me is uh TK's listened to both you and your new buddy and friend of the pod, O'Shea Jr.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what it is. Shout out to O'Shea. <laughs> Shout out to my guy. He getting hate, but we there. I'm going to get, we're we going we gonna to make sure 2024 is the biggest year for the, the pod. With so special far. guests and all that kind of stuff. So far. Yes. So far. So um, far. I want to go over just real quick this card. We don't. We're going to do our preview, of course, on mm-hmm. Wednesday. But listen to this card, and then tell me, just Brandon, from your perspective, how does this compare to the other pay per views you've seen? So we know we got Sting's last match, right? Mm-hmm. Sting and Darby versus the Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Titles. We got Samoa Joe, Hangman, and Swerve for the AEW World Championship Triple Threat Match. Diana Peraza versus Tony Storm, AEW Women's Match, Titles Match. Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Storm. Uh, Roger Strong, excuse me. International Championship. Continental Crown Championship. Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Will Ospreay making his official AEW contractor debut against Takesta. Christian Cage versus Daniel Garcia for the TNT Championship. FTR versus John Moxley and
2: Claudio. And then they
1: got the Meat Madness match with Warlow, Lance Archer, and Powerhouse.
2: Hobbs. It sounds like a great lineup and it, and it sounds like they've got every top star that they should have um, on that card. Uh, obviously, I'm not super familiar with all of their talent but i know every one of those guys um and i think every match will be a banger based on its current lineup this is diana Peraza's first big match there right since she's been signed so that'll be dope and I, i like her obviously want to see this thing thing unfold i think that'll be dope um and perhaps this is where we get to see swerve get crowned um champion so I think it should be a good card I'll, I'll watch for sure Just so I can um, Be in a loop and, and be able to You know Chime in With you guys Via our chat But yeah I'm, I'm here for it I'll definitely watch I remember AW Pay-per-views though Are Four or five hours long But right. I'll, I'll be on board For sure And, when you, and when
1: you look at this card No MJF mm-hmm. No Kenny Omega mm-hmm. No Mercedes Monet mm-hmm. No Acosta Okada mm-hmm. Think about that Mm-hmm. This is who they are, right? This is not mm-hmm. like, oh man, there was just an influx of talent that came in 30 days ago and oh, this is a cheat code. All right, well, let's see what their talent looks like down the line. No, this is for the foreseeable future. What they have and what they can be. So I know there's a lot of times we complain about AEW in this podcast and it's not just from a strict perspective of we just hate the product. No, we see what they can be. And when they do yeah. things the right way, what it can be and i know i'm not in the minority i know we are in the minority because i just say look at attendance i've been around for a for wwe when the entire hard cam side was nobody there nobody first level nobody second level nobody third level i remember those days and the product showed as such i we are now in that moment right now for aw the majority of these shows i think this past wednesday another 2600 you know, out of a 9,000 seat venue, the people are telling you, but they're there. You can continue to do what we saw on Wednesday, put these shows together and make us feel
2: and care. They'll be back to yeah. having seven, 8,000 people in these in these arenas every week. Yeah. The match that's most interesting to me on that card, though, is Will Ospreay and Takeshita. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Takeshita, but I know enough to know he's probably not been used. Or had the best matches that he could possibly have and he'll probably do that with, with Ospreay mm-hmm. well
1: I'm huge on I think he's somebody you actually can have the company centered around that's how big I am on to catch that but he's, he's losing against Ospreay Ospreay's not losing his first yeah. match you yeah. know but we will get that on Wednesday <laughs> we were getting that on Wednesday Brandon happy birthday again my good, good man birthday. Thank do, you, something, you. do something crazy today
2: Oh, I, I definitely am. No. <laughs> no, it'll be a lazy day for sure. It'll be chill. Well, Thank enjoy, you guys. brother. This was fun. I, I of love course. you guys. Thank you for having love me. Love you. Love you too, and brother. You'll
1: be back, of course, on WrestleMania 91 and WrestleMania two. We will be doing our live post shows in just some whatever they said, 42 days, 41 days, whatever that is. But, of course, yeah. we got more goodness for you up until that point. I didn't hit the socials. Follow us on uh, X. That's F We're also on Instagram. We're also figuring out our tiktok so we'll be there soon and probably the next week or so youtube that's freaking wrestling we are there and you guys know tell a friend tell a friend tell a family member five stars comments all that kind of good stuff i do want to hear from you guys though we talked about a lot of good stuff on here you can talk about anything but i do want to hear what do you guys think about the roman reigns piece should he get a stand ovation when he does drop the title either at uh wrestlemania or whenever that is Using the same thing we talked about. It's going to Cody. Cody's being crowned as the next person. Do you still give Roman that respect on camera? Ooh. I would love to hear that. And, of course, he <laughs> <as laughs> has been the board. Cody, crybaby. Hour and 20 minutes. He decides to use it one time, and that's to boo Roman Reigns. I swear, if Cody Rhodes uses night two against Roman Reigns, Ooh. oh, my God. This gonna, podcast our
3: friend be, anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go
1: out on the limb and say this podcast will be the most entertaining podcast you have ever heard. If that happens, love you so much. All right, guys, we out of here. We will talk Bye.
3: to you on Wednesday. Bye.